Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, Scott. How you this, doing? This is the Lake Hooplands podcast. I uh, brought to you by Brendan and Scott. Of course, I'm Scott. I'm Brendan, and we have uh, our, our normal guest, Coach Joe Duffield, who is a Final Four high school basketball coach. Welcome, Coach. How about coach. that? How about that? Uh, we, of course, are presented by Tritex Cabinets. It's www.tritexcabinets.com. He's going to need to kick in a little more money for this, though. <laughs> yeah, the, the listenership appears to be uh, quite uh, high. Too many podcasts for free for Trey Chapman, I think. Um, but, hey, we love him. Hey, first one in. That's right. The first cabinets we're going to need are getting bigger. They are getting bigger. Yeah. But no more gold balls. It's only wood plaques Wood now. Plaques. plaques. So yes. they're taking up less space. That's it, true. That's it, true. How we, did, we want we want another one of those wood plaques? Yes, how please. did uh, is it easier to pass the plaque around than it is the gold ball? Yes, definitely. Uh, we've had some uh, some of our gold balls lately have been a little uh, needed some tightening. So yes, the plaque is much more um, structurally sound. I noticed it had to have been uh, well crafted because uh, it looked like uh, Moa was the first one to receive that yesterday uh, after the huge win. Yeah, Isaiah Tate got the plaque. He got in the game. Uh, great day all around. Is the gold ball really heavy? <clears throat> it's got some good weight to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was more plasticky or not. Solid but- 24 karat. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's. Big time gold. Oh, we're getting rich also. <laughs> Amazing. Not really. Not really. Uh, okay. So let's get to preview real quick, um, and then we'll go into the – but I just want to say, Lake Highlands fans have the chance to buy tickets right now to the uh, state semifinal Friday night, 8.30 p.m. in San Antonio, the Alamo Dome against DeSoto. Um, where – like, how do they get tickets? Yeah, so there is um, it, tickets are done through Ticketmaster. Um, there is a code uh, for our fans and community. I think uh, the good people over at Lake Highlands Wildcat Club have put some of that information out, including the link and uh, the code that you use. Um, you know, they are assigned seats. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, it's not just general admission. Like you'll you'll you need to pick your seats. Um, should we win on Friday, the same thing will kind of happen for Saturday's game. We um, We'll get another link, and um, but you definitely want to buy tickets that way just to our session. Our session is the 7 o'clock, 8.30 session. We're, we're playing the second game, um, but you buy tickets, and they're good for the two sessions. Uh, you definitely want to do that. It's much cheaper. Uh, if you do want to be a state tournament enthusiast and go to every single game, you can do that as well, but I think those tickets are $154, and that, that gets you every game. Um, Each. $150 each. Not per game, but I think that, that's good for the weekend. Um, but the session tickets are a little bit cheaper. So, Very cool. Um, obviously, this is an awesome, awesome time for the Wildcat community. Any other streaming TV radio options if you are not going to be able to make it to San Antonio? Yeah, they're, they're saying that all the games will be streamed on NFHS. So um, if you have a subscription to that, it's not that expensive. Um, you can watch them there and then... Uh, you know, hopefully Saturday night, uh, if we're playing that one, it'll be on Bally's uh, Fox Sports. Oh, oh wow. there you go. Okay. That's big time. Excellent. All right. TV timeouts. We Ooh. went in TV timeouts for that one. We, we, we like TV timeouts. Our guys do. Mm-hmm. Joe turned around to speak to our special guest today, which is the great number three, Quentin Perkins. 
He will be on shortly. Q. But let's talk about the regional semifinals, the regional finals. We all trekked over to Fort Worth. What a great city Fort Worth is. What a great facility that was. Robert Hughes Court, former Fort Worth Dunbar coach, winning this coach in Texas high school basketball history. Is that true? Uh, I know he was. I think he may still be. But, um, yeah, he, what a history uh, Coach Coach Hughes has. A um, little funny trivia for you if you really want to go back in history. Uh, he had a very famous paddle um, back in the day that they called the Golden Twinkie. Um, so you can just, uh, imagine how that was put to use back in the day, but boy, his, his basketball teams were really special. He won a ton of games and a lot of great history. Wilkerson grinds was, was a a great venue and, uh, just awesome to see the Lake Highlands community come on out. I mean, just all year they've been outstanding and I just can't wait to get down to San Antonio and show the rest of the state, um, and everybody else, how great Lake Highlands is, uh, between our team and our community. The Lake Highland side of the gym was just packed. I mean, rockin'. the whole thing. And it was rocking. We'll talk a little bit about the officiating. They got into that. It was awesome. Uh, but Friday night, Lake Highlands beat North Crowley uh, 63-43. Motivated Samson is my favorite Samson. Um, <clears throat> when he gets it in the paint and he wants to go to work, he will go to work. Mm-hmm. And he did that on Friday night. He had a scream dunk, which he got a <laughs> technical foul for. And which it, no, like, and no it was one, a scream in the face. Was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah you watch it on video. It, it's hard to um, say, you know, that was one of the best dunks I think I've ever seen him have, honestly, first of all. Um, it was that, on that Fox 4. Was I was watching. Um, and he did. He, he screamed with emotion. He was excited. And, and I guess the ref felt like he was doing it right in the kid's face. But... Looking back at the video, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. It's a little questionable, but uh, but the excitement was um, justified because he played really awesome, really awesome, both games. Mm-hmm. They had some really good athletes, I thought, North Crowley. They could really yes. get to the basket, um, really kind of – and the same with Byron Nelson in terms of this the – the idea of getting to the hoop right wanting to drive it and i think is that part of what you're doing from a philosophical standpoint is running them off the three-point line and and making them do that um for for north crowley uh they were and we talked to our guys about this they were just a much different team than the last two teams we played so Mm -hmm. when you looked at arlington martin and you looked at plano east they were both great three-point shooting teams Mm -hmm. uh they both shared and passed the ball really well and then when you look at North Crowley, they, they really don't shoot that much from the outside. So it was really – that's really more of who they are and what they do. I think in their um, regional quarterfinal final with Keller, they only made one three. Um, they had played J.J. Pierce earlier in the year, and we got that film and talked to the coaches, and I think they made only one or two threes in that game as well. So they're not really a, a shooting team, but they are very good at attacking the paint, getting in the paint. Um, and so for us, and that was one of the things that at halftime that we really, you know, we, we had game planned that, but I don't think we were doing a good, great job in the first half, but the second half we came out and just said, guys, make them shoot. You know, we don't need to be so far up in passing lanes. Let's, let's sink in and protect the paint. And, um, and then we started to pull away after that. I thought, uh, uh, Samson made such a presence felt in that second half in dominating the paint because, as we, we know, J.D. Davis, hell of a player. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's big. And he comes driving in the lane on one side, and Sam's is basically giving him left. 
and he he tries to go right and then just like uh, bows right on back out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that seemed to be the entire second half. What I thought was North Crowley said, we've got nothing here. Lake Highlands is giving us nothing here. They will not let us penetrate. And that just really flipped the game into where it became a no-doubter. Yeah. That's what I saw. Yeah, I loved your little um, – you had a nice little display of that. I did that in the concourse <laughs> yesterday. I showed everybody. I had a little congregation. I showed everybody what it looked like when Samson oh, got there go. out in front, and, and it got some cheers. Turn around and tiptoed out of there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, a great, great win Friday night. Uh, and then in the final Saturday afternoon uh, against Trophy Club Byron Nelson, the officials were from the Temple District. I wouldn't like to play in that district personally. Um, but Matt Moran and I were discussing this in the game or after the game. I'm not, I'm not sure I've seen a physical 6A playoff basketball game where one team has only two fouls the, the entire, entire game. Yeah. game. And not to mention the other team had 16 fouls. So it – and. I don't know. I mean, you know, Brendan and I don't really like to talk about officiating that much. Brendan doesn't for sure. I don't mind. But um, I sure was yesterday <laughs> in, my, in my section. <laughs> they were trying to foul Trey on breakaways. Like every time they were literally grabbing at him and they still wouldn't call anything. Yeah, I saw so, a lot of jersey pulling, a lot of jersey grabbing. And yep. you just can't say that it's an equitable um, uh, officiating job when the discrepancy is that wide. I mean, it was really embarrassing. Surely they should look up and be like, you know what, 9-0, that sounds kind of out of balance, and we don't really call games that look like that because there's no way they do. There's yeah. just no way that you see a 9-0 uh, discrepancy in the amount of, of fouls being called. And what I thought was ridiculous was the first foul that they called yeah. uh, on Byron right. Nelson – well, no, on Byron Nelson oh. was was hardly a foul at all. It was almost <laughs> right. like, oh man, uh, somebody just knocked, uh, tapped us on the shoulder. Oh, maybe we should call a foul yeah. against it. It was it was very bizarre how they tried to do their uh, makeup calls in that in in the calls against Trey. I, I gotta say, were were absolutely terrible. So I'll I'll ask two questions on this. Um, when you get a new officiating crew that you don't know. Um, how how much of a leash do you think you can get when you're talking to them about things like that? Yeah, I mean, I I was definitely a little more frustrated than I'd like to be um, as the game was going on. Um, you know, sometimes when you're using a neutral chapter uh, like that, you know, we we didn't have any say in that one. We were able to pick our our chapter for the Friday night game. Um, usually, you'll try to find another coach who uses that chapter. Um, and call them and you know you got the names and, and say hey, what do you think about these guys and you know maybe the coach will tell you oh this guy's good you can talk to him uh, or this guy you know don't say anything <laughs> and so that usually helps we weren't able to do that Saturday because we didn't get the names early enough um, but you know we it, it, I, all I can say about that on Saturday is you know I think it just says a lot about our guys in that yeah there was a huge discrepancy uh, yeah, there, we were probably getting fouled. They weren't calling it. They were calling some cheap ones on us, but we won by 30. Um, and so I think you focus on the things that you can control. We try to preach that all the time to the kids, like, you know, just do what we do, control what we can control. And, um, I think that's the most important thing is they just, they did a great job handling that adversity. And, you know, I think when we went in at halftime, it, it felt like, it, we could be frustrated, but we were up 10 or 11. And then, um, you know, even the 
beginning of the third quarter, some questionable stuff, but the guys didn't let it get to them at all, and they, they stayed focused on the things that they needed to be focused on and, and ran away with it. It was a lot of fun. So Quentin had a <laughs> incredible chase down block that was called for a foul somehow. Um, but I thought half of his body was uh, going to hit the backboard. I mean, he was up there. So they, uh, the guys played awesome. Yes. I mean, Trey obviously sort of led the scoring and, and was, was great again. He, he hit 49 free, uh, three-pointers. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he hit uh, the first three-pointer of the game was off the glass from the corner. I'm not sure how you do that. Yeah. And then he hit one another one off the glass from uh, midcourt at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> I said, has anyone ever banked in two three-pointers in the first quarter? Uh, yeah, I thought the great. lid I thought the lid was going to go off the place at that point. It, it did look like yep. it was it was going to be an absolute track meet, which it, it, it ultimately ended up being. But the second quarter and the foul calls and the foul trouble. And the, it slowed and, and, us down a exactly. little bit. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so you felt, oh, maybe not. You know, there is a lot of time left in this game. Can they – you know, suffocate him down. Obviously, that, that was answered uh, very uh, well. Did you have any uh, inkling before the game that Trey was going to have the kind of game that, like, did, was there a look in his eye? Because he was an absolute machine yesterday. Yeah, he he was great, and I think all our guys just really came ready to play. Um, you know, we took our their phones up on Friday night, um, got them back to the hotel early. Um, you know, and, and they just did a great job, you know, being prepared. Um, we, we, we broke down a lot of film. We <clears throat> had our morning walk through in the gym and, and then we, uh, we went over film and yeah, the guys were locked in. Um, you know, Trey's always been a kid that, um, rises to the occasion and the bigger the game, the bigger the moment, the kind of the bigger he plays. Um, it was really fun. So the, 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 the shot off the backboard to end the first quarter was his 2000th point. Oh, really? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, yeah. So he, uh, and we hadn't said anything really to anybody about it. So nobody really knew we were just constantly kind of, I think he was 33 away when he, we came into the regional tournament and, um, and we weren't even paying attention. And, uh, coach Howe after he <laughs> hit that is like, coach, that, that's 2000. And, uh, and so that was a really cool moment. Um, but but so many of our guys, you know, I thought we, we'd put Jair in the starting lineup. He did great. Um, Warren then came off the bench, and he did great, banging in two threes there. Um, and just really fun, um, especially as you get in the playoffs. You know, you got some games where the bench might tighten up a little bit, not playing as many guys, but just really awesome to get everybody in um, for, for, for all of our guys to say they played in a regional final and, some of them scored some points. Your guy Chitty had some big dunks, big plays. Um, so yeah, just just proud of all of our all of our guys for sure. Brendan stepson. Yeah, there was uh, <laughs> some some serious isolated uh, cheating, uh, Chitty che uh, cheering by me uh, in my particular section because that was a great uh, fast break dunk that he had, yep. and he played great defense, really great closeout defense. I know we highlight him just, but we like to highlight <laughs> him a little bit uh, more than than you know some some other guys because he doesn't get as many minutes typically as, as some of the other guys on the team but I actually thought that um kind of an unsung hero of both games of just my observation uh Warren Hamilton's defense was yeah, he, really really good from a harassment perspective and um, help side help like side passes, yes yeah. we hadn't even talked about that but I just yeah. it was kind of the little things he forced a lot of Missed shots and uncomfortable shots that I thought were really key into getting in transition, which is where, you know, our man over here really thrives too. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
yeah, so many of our guys came in and did great things at different times. Uh, I definitely agree with you. I think Warren made some great defensive plays. There was one big steal mm, yeah. um, kind of coming over in rotation. We Trey Stewart almost around. took Warren out after that. And, uh, he was <laughs> fired up. But, um, but yeah, and, and all the guys, I mean, they've – worked so hard this year and even before this year to get ready for these moments and then to see them go out and, and perform the way they did over in Fort Worth. Just just really proud of them and, and glad we get to go back to practice this week and hopefully we'll play even better down in San Antonio. So let's talk about San Antonio. It's where I went to college, uh, Trinity University. Lake Island's last played for a state title in 1968. So 55 years ago, played for and won. So I guess Lake Islands is undefeated in state championships. Is That's it? right. We're going to keep it that way. Uh, the <laughs> opponent on, and again, this is all about me. So I'm from DeSoto uh, as well, second to seventh grade. Yep. So when I uh, started really growing that program, in <laughs> <laughs> Coach Richard Bacon um, actually got his 700th win Friday night in the regional semifinal. Uh, he's been there a while. Yeah, he well, um, I think he's been back at DeSoto for maybe about five years or four or five years. Uh, Chris Dyer was the long, long time coach at DeSoto, several state championships. Uh, he was at South Oak Cliff before that, but really legendary coach. And so uh, Coach Bacon followed him up. Coach Bacon was at Richland uh, before that, and then also in Dallas ISD before that. I think he was at maybe Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's a really good coach. Seven hundred wins. Um, you know, they have a good team. We haven't really gotten into a whole lot of preparation yet. Um, that'll really start later this afternoon, evening, and tomorrow. But um, we know it'll be a tough test, and and our guys are up for it, and uh, we can't wait. They're trying for the rare double too, as the DeSoto girls. Uh, did they play already? They lost. Okay, they to lost. San Antonio Clark. So they were in the state championship game this last weekend. Uh, they were vying for their third straight wow. uh, state title. So um, lots of experience. Uh, DeSoto has a bunch of seniors. Started five seniors in the regional final, and they scored 47 of the 64 points uh, that DeSoto uh, won with. Jackson Davis, number 22, scored 18. Number four, Arrington Cooper, hit four threes. So these guys can can shoot it. What, uh, hit nine I, threes in the game. I had a question about DeSoto. How are they not in the same region as Lake Highlands? That They're seems, in the same district as question. Duncanville. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so how did this happen? Did, did go undefeated in that district, um, but because they were not in the postseason, I think DeSoto was the one seed. Um, so, yeah, so so Dallas is kind of divided in, in Region 1 and Region 2. So Region 1, which we're in, and, and, and that's the other thing with Lake Highlands. Lake Highlands has kind of jumped in between Region 2 and Region 1. Okay. Um, Region one is Dallas and then West. So Fort Worth, El Paso, mm-hmm. um, you know, Odessa, everything there. That's region one. Region two is a good portion of Dallas. A lot of times you have Garland, Mesquite, and that's where DeSoto, Duncanville, and, and that district are kind of paired up with them a little bit. And then that goes east and then down to kind of half of Houston. So region wow. two is like – half Dallas, half Houston. Region three is all Houston. Because they play those games at Lufkin, one, right, or something? Yeah. 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 They, yeah, they used strange. to be at Ellis Davis. That region two um, tournament was u- usually in Dallas, but they 
uh, moved it this year to Lufkin. So they got a nice new gym. So I wrote down, do they have a seven foot two junior? But they clearly don't because uh, everyone's like, who? <laughs> but on Max Preps, it says they do. Um, what are we What are we looking for from DeSoto? You think? Uh, well, I mean, just traditionally, they're they're always. Um, you know, very good on defense, very quick, very athletic. Um, they'll run good stuff. We have we did play them last year, um, and then we played them in a summer deal, I think, that year as well. Um, so we're familiar with them. Um, you know, they'll run good things. They'll shoot the ball well. They'll be disciplined. Um, so it's going to be a great test. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, obviously they do have the experience of being down there just as a school, but um, I just know – you know, everything we've seen from our guys this year, you know, we'll be ready. Um, you know, we'll have a great, great preparation, and, and our guys will come out ready to play. What's the uh, side, other side look like in Region 3 and 4? Uh, if you want to give us just a quick preview of that. Obviously, uh, Beaumont United has the has more of the press, but uh, give us a little bit about that side. Yeah, so you have Beaumont United and San Antonio Brennan will be the other semifinal. That'll be at 7. We'll play after that at 8.30. Um, Beaumont United uh, just coming off back-to-back 5A state championships. Mm -hmm. So they won the state championship the last two years in 5A. And um, they just jumped up to 6A in the the new realignment. So, um, you know, really good team. We played them this summer at the TABC deal. When we played, we played them in Duncanville the same day, and uh, we beat them. I don't know by about twelve or fifteen. Um, they have a really good player named Wesley Yates, who's going to the University of Washington. Uh, they have some other really talented players. Uh, they're going to be really aggressive defensively. They're going to get up and down. Um, and then San Antonio Brennan won Region Four. They're they're a, a very talented team. They're very young, so they're almost all freshmen and sophomores. Oh wow! Um, but they're really good, and they. They went all around the state this year with their schedule. You know, they really wanted to get out of San Antonio, so they came up here and played in Dallas, played against Duncanville, played against other teams up here in Dallas, played against good teams in Houston, and they knocked out Stony Point, um, who was also like thirty-two and one, like Beaumont United, uh, but Brennan was more battle-tested. They played this really tough schedule and had more losses, but <clears throat> they ended up winning that regional final by I think maybe fifteen or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be a really exciting matchup, um, and either one of those teams will be a good test. But again, I, I, I mean, it's all about us. We go play Lake Highlands basketball. If we do what we do, um, we're going we're gonna to handle our business. All right, we're going to let Coach Joe go. Um, thank you very much for the celebration is over. Now we're back on to business. That's, that's right. it. That's, that's it. Right. Yeah, we're we're done celebrating. Time to get ready for Desoto. Uh, really excited for Quentin uh, Perkins to be on here. Uh, what a year he's had. Some great performances in the playoffs for us. Um, great performances all year. He's he's such an athletic and and dynamic guard on both ends of the floor. You know, he gets to the paint. He's incredible on defense. Uh, great shooter, shooting over 40% from three. So he's just been a huge part of our success this season as a senior. And uh, excited to get two more games with him down in San Antonio. All right. Thank you, Joe. Get on out of here, Joe. Get get yourself some good uh, preparation in, and we will see you down at the Riverwalk, my go. friend. Let's go. we got another podcast to do. That's right. In San Antonio. Two more. Thank Ooh, you, guys. Dude. We're going to do a live one. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the only way you can do it, right? We might do it in the at the Pearl Brewery green space. Just <laughs> Is that still fun. open? That's just, a cool spot. Yeah. Just put two tables out in the middle. <laughs>
in the middle of the turf and like go do a podcast. Don't mind us. Well, we know we're going to have plenty of guests on that we want to. As I said, uh, ran into Mr. Moran yesterday, and of course he's at home base there uh, at St. Mary's. He's going to be a part of. Oh, the, it's kind of uh, St. Mary's now. Yeah. Okay. So uh, is he playing ball there? He, I think he's, he's playing, playing ultimate frisbee. frisbee. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah, you got that right. All right. Well, let's 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 turn our attention to uh, one of the straws that stirs the drink over here. Uh, your favorite player, my uh, favorite player for sure, uh, Mister Quentin Perkins, number three in your program, and uh, number one in Scott's heart. <laughs> Welcome, Quentin. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah, for having me. speak right into that microphone so that uh, the folks can hear you. All right, we always start with this one. GPA. My GPA, I have a 4.0 right now. Shut the front door. Get out of here, man. Jalen is struggling I to know, catch right? up with He's the teammates. That 3.5 is not going to sniff. Whatever, No man. good. Yeah. All right, how many years have you spent on varsity? I've played varsity since my freshman year, so this would be my fourth year on varsity. Thousand-point man, right? Yes, sir. Okay, amazing. Um, I didn't know who you were before this season. Um, I mean, I knew you were a player, but... We were sitting behind Jay Powell, and you know who Jay is? Uh, no, nah, I don't. Okay, know. I think he's friends with your dad. Anyways, he's like, watch this, dude. Because you came out of the season like like a rocket ship. Um, thank you, thank fast, really up in everyone's grill on defense, uh, can block three-pointers like no one I've ever seen. And uh, so how, how have you felt this season has progressed so far? I feel like the season has progressed great. I came out – I been confident more confident than I was last season that just comes with putting in hard work every day in and day out so I've been feeling good about this season I'm gonna have to jump in on what you just said there Scott because I've been I've been noodling on this all morning who does Quentin remind me of like who, who does he play like or who does he remind me of it's not a basketball player okay are you familiar with the guy who does the gimmick at the Atlanta Braves baseball oh. games <laughs> called the blue streak the blue, what, what's it? The blue. I think that's right. Blue streak. I think it's right. The blue, the guy that dresses the flash. Yeah. That's what he's called. And, and, he, and the fans run along the uh, warning track and they get like a, a 50 yard head start or something. And then he comes out of the bullpen and sucks them up and beats them at the end. That's you. That's how you play basketball. I actually seen a couple of videos of that guy. Eh, not a he's bad fast. little. Yeah, not a bad he's little fast. compliment. He's fast. All right. So you are a senior. Yes. Uh, dream school. Uh, I, f- I would say my dream school or one of the schools I've always loved is SMU. Okay. Uh, just being around that school. I've watched a lot of games when I was younger. So, I spoke with your mother uh, Tuesday night <clears throat> down at Ellis Davis Fieldhouse. She was sitting right behind me. I could tell it was her because every time you got fouled, she would scream, get your hands off my baby. <laughs> uh, and and uh, I, she said that your dream school is SMU. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Very cool, very cool, because we love SMU basketball around here. We do. We love SMU football, too, and and uh, a heck of a program to get a degree from. A lot of lawyers, uh, SMU law. I got a question for you also. Why number three? Uh, it's a I great wore, number. I wore number three my whole my whole life. Um, I also wear it because that's the day of my birthday. I just like how it looks on the jersey. It looks very sharp. My What my, month? Uh, December. Well, my birthday is in December. December 3rd. The day. Okay. December 3rd. Gotcha. Y'all played a game on your birthday this year because you went off. You had like 26 points or something like that. Is that right? Yeah. I I think we played. Who did we play? Um, I can't remember who we played. but You had a huge game. I know that. I was following along. (laughs) Thank Um, you. Thank you. Yeah, number three, you wear it well. I think that uh, 
you, was there an inspiration behind that, or were you just like, yeah, I like to shoot the three, so I might as well be number three? I mean, the first team I ever played for was on my – it was my – um I played with my cousin, Justin McBride. Oh, out of like, Plano. Yes. Yeah, and I just picked number three because that was the date of my birthday, and I've just ran with it since then. See, I'm number 21. It's the date of my birthday. I think yeah. that's a pretty common number choosing scenario. It is the birthday? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I didn't know that. Unless you play football. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. But I didn't. It, my birthday was not on the 82nd day of November. <laughs> That's right. Um, that would have been awkward. Okay. Talk to me about Friday night in Fort Worth because we, and I don't want to talk about the basketball game. We already talked about that. I want to talk about after. What did y'all do? Did you play cards? Did you just hang out? Like, because we were talking about um, traveling with your high school team when you were in high school was so fun. Yeah. Like, you get to be with the guys and hang out. So what did y'all do Friday night? Um, Friday night, well, after the game, we, like, it was, like, the realization of, like, we're going to state. Like, so we all went to the locker room. We had a great moment. Just got to spend great time with each other after a great win. But after, like, late at night, we were just all together, just with friends partying. Watching movies. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Having popcorn and soda pop. Yeah, I mean, you know, we just did what high schoolers do. That's Just awesome. go out and have fun with the team. Do um, you play video games at all? Uh, I used to. I used to be a big uh, video game guy, but now I've transferred that to my brother. That's okay. he really likes to do. What was your uh, favorite game? Uh, my favorite game was 2K. 2K, well, when I played, it was 2K21 and 22. Okay. So It was Warren's game, too, I think. Like, everybody loves a basketball game. Yeah, I like a good basketball game now. I did more um, NBA Jam. NBA Jam, yeah, from way downtown. More of the two-on-two style. Played that on my iPhone when I was younger. Yeah, played dude. it a lot. That Couldn't game's get off amazing. Of it. I love that. They have a, a they have the arcade stand up version. I want to get one for down here. You should get one here in the basement of chaos. So, some of the attributes that I know uh, our, our listening audience is well aware of is your your uh, uh, blocked shot. I'm sorry. You're a blocked <laughs> shot artist. <laughs> that's a good that's a good drop there. <laughs> Holy moly! Now. Because you are, are timing it, you're coming from uh, the 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 peripheral, and then you're just hawking that ball. And it's a thing of beauty. I think that's probably our favorite thing. But one of the other things that you do so well is just that pull up, stop, and hit a three. Which of those two things do you feel that is more your strength, or would you say that they're equally your strength, but you prefer one over the other? I mean, I love bringing energy to the game, so I feel like a block shot, it brings a lot of great energy to the guys and to the team. But, yeah, I, I feel like I work on the, the pull-up three a lot, so I feel like it's, they're both a great strength of mine. It's so good because they're both, uh, as you as you basically just said, they're energy transfer types of plays yeah. where they just elevate uh, the team to a momentum uh, shift uh, in you guys' favor. It's, it's a wonderful thing to watch. I want you to get this man some new shoes, Joe, because he's slipping around the court like a, he's a crazy man. Uh, we need to get some grip going on those things. All right, let's do a full court press with Quentin Perkins. Dunk or block shot? I'd say dunk. Dunk. Okay, how many dunks have you had this year? A couple, for sure. Uh, I've only had two in games, one in AAU and one the one that was in the Louisville when we played at Louisville. Yeah, that was a good one. You also had a block shot that almost killed Ethan Davis. Um, yeah. <laughs> you blocked that dude's three-pointer. It really did. It almost took his ear off. Come um, on that play. It was great. And it was coming right and it again, was coming right at us. We talked about it yeah. before, but it's like 
oh my god, he's gonna shoot that. That the guy is gonna actually shoot this shot, and we because we can see it the whole time, like five seconds before. I'm like, oh my god, Quinn's gonna put this in the first row. Now, now, so my wife listens to this show a lot, and she comes up with some really good ideas. She's awfully creative, and she just loves quote unquote loves those kids. It, they just make me feel <laughs> so good and want to root for them. So I said, I said, why don't you come up with a full court press question today? Okay. And she came up with a good one. Okay. What is your dream vacation? My dream vacation. Um, I'd say definitely be on the beach. Yeah. With like a nice view. I could take some nice pictures. You want like Mexico or Miami or what? Uh, I don't, I don't need it to be too many people out there. So I'd say somewhere like that's just out where okay. nobody knows about. Very maybe, chill. maybe the Bahamas, maybe yeah, like Harbor like Island, Ooh, something like that okay. where hardly a person. That's awesome. Nice. I want to do that. Nice. Is there a, is there a Bahamas basketball tournament we can get into Joe? You think? Hoop Fest in the Bahamas. Let's do that. Hey, Quentin may be playing the Battle for Atlantis next year for all we know. <laughs> no doubt. Um, okay. NBA or college basketball? Uh, I'd say I'd, I like to watch college basketball more, but the NBA has more like skilled, more skilled players that are more fun to watch. But the college game is more action-packed and more get the crowd going into Scoot it. up into that mic. Um, You're going to ask me? You want me to answer that question? No, no, I want you to ask a question. Oh, just a different question. Yeah. Okay, who would you rather toss an alley This is what happens when we don't have pre-show warm-up. What would you <laughs> rather who would you rather toss an alley-oop to? Trey or Samson? Uh That's why it's called a press, man. You got to pick. Oh no. <laughs> Who's I mean, your best friend? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd say I like talking alley-oops to any of my teammates, but I'd say I'd probably throw one to Trey. Uh, I, get, so, I get real hype when I get one into him. Uh, my favorite alley-oop of sorts to Trey this year was the Highland Park game, the off the glass. I mean, that was just yeah, absolutely – those. That, that just sent the crowd uh, into a complete uh, frenzy over themselves, and that really set the tone for that game too, uh, even though I was well before two overtime. Now, what makes you make the decision of tossing it off the glass versus trying to dunk it yourself? I mean – I love to bring energy to the game, so I know throwing it off the glass to my teammates, we work on it sometimes in practice, too. I know it's going to get the crowd going, okay. and it's just good feeling. Okay, I like that. Last question. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Probably, definitely Avengers, the first Avengers. Okay. One of the greats. I, I love that movie. I've seen every Avengers movie, or every Marvel movie, in order, twice. You, I, I've, I've watched all of them, not twice though. Okay, I think Mr. Woodard has his priorities in order, or maybe <laughs> maybe a little out of whack. I don't know. Maybe Mr. Woodard just doesn't go to bed early. So. <laughs> he doesn't get very much sleep. Uh, okay, that was our full court press with Quentin Perkins. All right, um, we're gonna get out of your hair, man. Quentin, thank you for joining us. Thank you all for having me. Thanks, Q. Brendan, Keep it up. You got two more games, brother. Brendan, thank you. Thanks, Scott, and Joe. Thank you, Joe. We, of course, are brought to you by Tritex Cabinets, www.tritexcabinets. You can follow us at Lake Hooplins on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can follow us down in the Alamo City. You can follow us down the Alamo City. We're going to put it on our Instagram where we're going to be, but it's going to be a patio scenario. We're going to get a speaker. It's going to be cool. I'm going to get a uh, uh, wildcat face paint job for myself with a Davy Crockett uh, <laughs> coonskin hat. <laughs> but that. So please come out and see that. Good Lord. Uh, thank you very much to the fans, and we will talk to you next week. Alamo. Alamo.